evident. Hey, Furball, you had all your shots? And what, pray tell? Are you X-Men going to give this mind-numbed bunch of couch potatoes and the trillions watching at home? What do they want to see? Um, peace? Um, freedom? <laughs> Maybe good government? They want blood, and guts, and love, and hate. They want entertainment. You give them action, action, action. The X-Men don't fight without a reason. Violence and destruction are not forms of amusement. Trust me. Oh, my performing cattle, they are. And if ratings don't go up with every show, I'll cancel the series and its performers permanently. episode of Gospel X, the Gospel according to the X-Men. Uh, I'm Jonathan, this is Henry, and welcome to episode 11 of season 2. And this was uh, when the X-Men gets bolted in, over to a world of extremes, right, Henry? Yeah, I mean... Um... It's basically another universe where uh, this creature, this guy, Mojo, um, he's like a sick, evil television producer. Sadistic. Sadistic television producer who only cares about himself, money, ratings, um, getting ahead. And his current show is flopping. So he goes and he sees that the X-Men are, are there and he transports them to the world to go and put them in dangerous television shows yeah. um, to kind of exploit them. So what was the key phrase uh, that you took away from uh, Mojo? Uh, I think the key phrase is that um, when the X-Men and Mojo were talking, and then Mojo is uh, saying that in their world, people don't care about happiness or good government or... Or anything like that. They just want action. They want entertainment. Give the people what they want. Give it what they want. They're not going to... They don't want any of that cerebral stuff or peace stuff. So so in this world, then, you would say that this is the extreme of extreme narcissists. Yeah. <laughs> narcissism. Or maybe even take it to the nth degree. It's extreme of consumerism. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where people are only uh, existing to consume entertainment. To go and... Um, to be distracted by the issues of the world. And you can kind of see that in our world that um, we're so caught up in the entertainment, in the tabloids, in the most recent news article. Everything becomes really shallow. Yeah, it's more like a shock factor. Yeah, and so, you know, like, it's even more pronounced now. You know, you have the clickbait generation where articles are... Are just or, headlines. It's just headlines. You just read the headline. You get mad for five minutes, and then you move on to the next one. Yep. Get mad. Write it off. Send a bad tweet or something. Troll it a bit, and then you're done. Mm -hmm. And so when the X Men go into this world, there's a more. It's like a worldview clash. You know, they they tr see violence as a as a means of defending themselves, and they yeah. won't fight unless it's necessary. And Mojo was like, no, like, this is not how it works here. We're going to exploit you. We're going to put you in these dangerous situations. We don't care about your safety, how you feel. Yeah. If you say no. Um, we don't care about how you think. We don't care about any of that. Um, and in the end, you know, the X-Men had to go and defend themselves. And uh, they get 
So yeah. it's almost like this world that Mojo is in is our world to the nth degree. Like this is where we're actually headed to. Uh, like uh, we already see it now, the evidence of it, and uh, basically this world that uh, this episode, like for some reason, X is really good at existential questions. This is actually where we're headed towards. Like oh. if we continue along that path, right? Yeah, and then in the end of the episode, the X Men don't actually fight their way out of it either. Uh, long shot. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's no solution. Guy, there's no solution. He goes in yeah. and he, he saves the X Men, and the reason he gives was that oh, they're taking up his other time TV shows slot. time slot, so it's yeah. a self-serving reason. Self-serving reason. What can we do? It's interesting, right? Because, um, however, like um, when we look at this world, uh, my observation is that uh, there's actually some bright moments now of people really realizing the consequences of our choices right we were talking about this before the, the, we were doing this preparing this uh, episode is that you know we have the you know activism now of telling us that hey like uh, the world is on fire and that uh, we have to do something about it on fire meaning climate change or on fire meaning social injustice and things the world is waking up to this and uh, however I find personally is that uh, that's it. They're woken up, but no one seems to have the solution to resolve There's no it. leadership, right? Like, there's no leadership. It's almost like there's no leader that could actually provide any hope with a plan. Like a hope with a plan. And, um, and it's interesting because uh, uh, Barack Obama actually said that too. He said, there's a, yeah, you could continue to be awoken by the various things that we have seen me Too movement, Black Lives Matter, climate change, Greta Thunberg, for example, uh, the protests by our youth. You know, great, right? But what's next? Or are we just going to continue to be woken up and continue to get depressed and bitter and, and actually seep even further into hopelessness and despair? What do you think? I think that's a, that's, that's a good critique of what we're seeing right now. I mean, um, <clears throat> most people, I feel like they can participate in these... Um, Kind of movements on their free time right you know they're 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 there if they have like time on the weekend or you know um, if they skip school they're not skipping school because the school actually was canceled okay. for that All right. <laughs> right so they actually didn't skip school so it's kind of well that's another topic in itself of what it means to be sacrificial mm-hmm. but anyway um I'm just thinking, you know, we don't, we need a long shot basically, but not self-serving like long shot. Like uh, if we, so let's uh, put, put in some Krishna elements here then, you know, like um, we believe that Jesus actually is the agent and is continually be the agent to make us awake of what we're doing. Re- like uh, revealing us uh, of our sinful, selfish nature and the consequences that we're experiencing, like our world is on fire. But he also is the enabler of us to take the lead, right? In providing us hope and ideas and plans to actually make this world like better and make it better after when we're woken up. Yeah, hopefully, right? hopefully, you know, our world doesn't end up like the world in Mojo Vision, where everyone is it's just cheap, cheap, <laughs> self-serving, self-serving, selfish. And then notice that they're just blind. Even though they're watching, they're just completely blind to what's really at stake there. Yeah. Right? So, uh, so to the point, I think, uh, to sum up, uh, yes, we're in the woken up nature now in the world where we see a lot 
and it and there will be more revelations of various things uh notably climate change or whatever but we also need to take part in the redemption of the world and not just continue to be part of the uh sorrow and depression of the woke uh woke generation we're all in the same boat together. we're in the same boat but right. yeah but we as christians actually christians should actually take that step and uh, be the agent of the redemption part as well. Anything else you want to add? No, I think that's good. Good? All right. It's interesting that, you know, this episode was pretty um, shallow, but we were able to have something in depth. Well, uh, it's, it was, the sh- the episode was pretty shallow. The people were mostly yeah, shallow. Yeah, mostly shallow. Anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for joining us with another episode of Gospel X. Till next time, have a blessed week.